Hello and welcome back to the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Boyle, a positive productivity mentor who helps you to get back in control of your time and schedule so you can do the things you love. So you might have noticed that the way that I've been introducing myself on the podcast has changed a little bit. If you haven't noticed, then don't worry, it's been pretty subtle, but over the past few months I've been working with a business coach, lovely Alice Benham, who is wonderful, and just getting a bit more clarity over what I'm actually doing with clients, what my kind of mission is. Essentially what I'm doing is to encourage people to work in a more positively productive way. So as opposed to when they are kind of punishing themselves for maybe not doing enough, now the focus is more on encouraging people to work in a way that feels good. Creativity and productivity are still very important, but I feel like productivity and specifically being positive with your productivity is the thing that I'm really passionate about and the thing that people seem to need the most help with. So I wanted to use this solo episode to explain a little bit more that concept and also my approach to positive productivity mentoring. But first, a little side note on, I guess, more of the practical stuff of my rebrand. So I did an Instagram live video last Wednesday talking a little bit more about the changes that are going to happen. So you'll know that I'm creating a new website that's going to be up very soon. I've switched around my Instagram accounts and my new name for this side of the business is Positively Productive. And that's going to be the focus where I mentor people with positive productivity strategies and do workshops and create resources for you to implement your own kind of positively productive ways of working. Stationary Magpie is going to be all about stationary in the future, I hope. It's going to be a little way off because of the time that I have to to kind of spend on things. So at the moment, positively productive is my main focus and I'm going to be building up this side of the business. And then in the future, Stationary Magpie is going to come out of hibernation if I don't think magpies hibernate, but Basically, I'm going to be bringing Stationery Magpie back in a big way with some new stationery and productivity kind of based products that are going to help you and help you do the things that you want. So at the moment as well, the podcast is going to stay the same, at least till the end of this series. There's only a few more episodes left. It just doesn't make sense for me to change everything right now. And I'm going to do all the changes in a kind of very slow, sustained way. So you can kind of see a little bit behind the scenes as well. I think it'd be quite interesting for you to see the process and for me to share some more of that because often I think the temptation for business owners is to kind of click and everything's changed and it's all brand new. So I'm doing it a little bit differently, doing it slower. Um, So yeah, it won't always look pretty, but this is the reality. And I think that's part of positively being positively productive is kind of doing things your own way in a way that supports you rather than a way that burns you out which I definitely don't want to feel burnt out right now. So yes. Anyway, let's get on with today's episode. So what is positive productivity, I guess, as opposed to negative productivity? And I think it's partly a mindset thing. It's partly a shift in your mindset, but it's also centered around some of my kind of core beliefs and values surrounding productivity. So We live in a world at the moment that is trying to encourage us to, you know, make the most of our time and be as productive as possible, get as much done as possible, fit as much as we can into our lives. And we don't like to miss out. So we have to try and do everything. And then we also have to go out and see friends. We have to do things with our family. Um, There's just so much we have we have to do, although in reality, we don't really have to do them. But the pressure to do everything is so intense that 
it can feel like we're expected to be productive all of the time. And life is not just about working and producing stuff and making money. We also need to rest, we need to play, we need to explore and make time for friends and hobbies and doing new things. And if we're working all the time and we're not able to do that, or we don't have the energy to do that and enjoy it, then something isn't right. And that, I suppose, is negative productivity. This idea that we have to be chained to a desk and always available, always ready to be working. We have to turn hobbies that we just love for the sake of doing them into side hustles to make us money. We don't seem to like this idea of downtime and just I'm not being productive right now this isn't serving me this isn't necessarily gonna you know make my life better in terms of more money or a better job but I can just sit and enjoy this thing that I'm doing but we don't like that at the moment so positive productivity acknowledges the importance of having some balance and rather than being productive as the end goal the end goal is really about getting more balance into your life and when you are using your productivity, it's in a focus quality way that isn't consuming you outside of your actual working time. So we need better boundaries. That's definitely a given. So let me th- run you through some of the core beliefs and values that support my positive productivity mentoring approach. So the first one is that productivity is not a personality trait. So the most important point I want to make, or rather perhaps the myth that I want to debunk, is this idea that some people are just productive and then others are not productive as part of their personality. And I just don't think that's true at all. I think productivity is a skill and it's a skill that we have to learn to kind of flex or I suppose like a muscle we have to learn to flex in our own way. So if you feel that you're not a productive person, perhaps that means that you just haven't found your style of productivity yet. You haven't found your own unique way of working it might be that your style of productivity doesn't really fit in the traditional sense of the word or perhaps the ideas that people are used to so maybe you work better late at night rather than in the morning whereas people are telling you no you need to get up at 5am and work but there's nothing to say that you can't find a way of working that is going to suit you and allow you to flex that productivity muscle so that you can achieve your goals and Working with a mentor is a great way to start figuring out what works and doesn't work for you and your productivity, rather than looking at the expectations of productivity and what people say you should be doing to be productive. We actually look deeper into like how it is you work and how you work best. We look at past examples of when things have actually worked for you. So it is definitely a skill and it's something that we have to learn to cultivate and learn to figure out how we do it best people aren't going to do the same thing all the exact same and the same is true with productivity we all have different methods and finding the methods that work for us is the most impactful way to get productive the second one is that there's no size fits all approach to productivity which I've kind of already mentioned but We're all so unique and our lifestyles are so varied that I really don't think there is a method that is guaranteed to work for everyone. Now, I don't know about you, but I've seen online on these like YouTube video adverts and, you know, Facebook side ads and things that are telling you like, this is the secret to being productive and this is how everyone can be productive. It works for everyone. They say things like, let's get up at 5am, we do a jog, we do yoga, we do journaling and then we're ready for the day. But If that was really the key to being productive and it was effective for everyone, wouldn't we all already be doing it? 
if my client tells me that they're not a morning person and they don't get up for 8am, why would I suddenly be there forcing them to drag themselves out of their bed and telling them that they can't be productive, they can't possibly be a productive human that produces any work of value if they can't get up before eight. Like, it's just not true. So I think acknowledging that the individual and their lifestyle, working with that rather than against it, is going to produce much better results. The client often already knows the things that work for them and we do some of the work together to help them get to those realisations and make the connections in their productive behaviour and what they're doing. People just have such different lifestyles and especially when, you know, when you're a parent and there's all these different things that come up suddenly. I know a lot of clients that I've had who've been parents have said, well, this week was a bit crazy because, you know, little um, Johnny, I guess, (laughs) was off sick or things like that. So it can be very tricky and I don't think it's really fair to apply a one-size-fits-all approach to people's productivity because it doesn't acknowledge that we're all different. We all have different energy levels. We all have different time constraints. We all have different commitments. And I think acknowledging that individuality is really important to finding a productive method that suits you. The third point is that productivity doesn't have to be gruelling and difficult and long. Now, there's a lot out there on the internet and I suppose in like the media and just in our lives in general that tells us that doing work is hard and we have to sit down for hours, chain ourselves to our desk and kind of grind out the work that we don't really like doing but we have to do because productivity is essential. And I know that students in particular get it quite bad. They're expected to, you know, sit and study all day and I think especially recently with the pandemic, you know, the expectation that they've been expected to sit in one place and work on all their schoolwork in one day is is pretty it's pretty tough and I think it's really hard to focus for that long I think we don't produce our best work when we're not enjoying it and I know it might be difficult to say well I don't enjoy my job but I have to be productive and I think yes that's fair enough but there's often a way to kind of find some some level of satisfaction from what you're doing and I think sometimes we have the expectation that work is going to be horrible and we're going to hate it and we're not going to enjoy it and I think that's quite a negative way to start working I think there is often some way we can spin it positively and perhaps the reason that you're not enjoying it is because your boundaries around your productivity aren't good you're working too much you're not giving yourself enough time you're maybe not nourishing yourself and giving yourself and your productivity the kind of respect and kind of, I suppose, attention that it deserves. When we're working on things that we're passionate about, productivity can be really fun and it can be really satisfying seeing ourselves getting things done and working towards our goals. So the idea that productivity should always be gruelling, I think, is a sign that perhaps something is a little bit wrong, perhaps we're trying to do too much at once and we need to look at ways that we can make it less grueling, more fun. The fourth one is that our productivity and our energy naturally ebbs and flows. So it can be caused by so many things, by the seasons, the weather, what's happening in our lives with our family and friends, our cycles, our productivity is so sensitive to all of those things because essentially we're using our energy for our productivity. So if our energy is low, then of course we're going to probably struggle with being productive. I think it's really important to be kind to our productivity when we're struggling with it. 
And when we're procrastinating, it's important, I think, to look at the reasons behind our procrastination. Often it's because we're feeling very low on energy and we just can't focus. It can also be really interesting to start recognising our productivity energy patterns, either throughout the month, throughout the week, throughout the day even. I think there's times when our productive energy is really high and for me that's often straight away in the morning. If I just sit down and start getting things done then I feel really productive and I'm able to just do things whereas for me at two o'clock in the afternoon pretty much it's getting to be a bit of a pattern now pretty much without fail if I've had a lunch if I've had a lunch I always have lunch I don't know what I'm talking about after I've had lunch I'm like a two-year-old and I cannot focus and I just I kind of fight being productive I might sit at my desk but I'll be getting up and down to get things and kind of get myself settled but never really settling and in that time I often find it's better to just not even try working if I don't have to and just give myself a break often I will have a nap like an actual toddler so I've learned now that I don't work very well in the afternoon so what I'll often do is try and work for as long as possible in the morning have a late lunch after lunch I'll have a little chill out a little bit of downtime and then sometimes in the evening I can pick up my work again I also know that because I have a part-time job, I've learned that in the evenings after my part-time job, my brain is fried and I can't really do much. So I really rarely do anything on my business in the evenings after I've done my part-time job. It's just a time when I feel like I should be resting because I've already had a full-on day and I find that if I do try and work in the evenings, I often end up feeling overwhelmed because I don't have the time to do as much as I might want to if I get really into it so it just doesn't tend to work for me so I only really do that if I've got a big launch or if there's a project that I can do that's really relaxing so it could just be something like drawing something or I guess doing an Instagram post nothing too intense the fifth point I want to make is that we shouldn't be productive all the time I'm actively telling you no we don't need to be productive all the time We can't anyway because, I mean, we need to sleep. But there's a really unhealthy idea that we need to maximise our time and kind of make the most of every single second in order for us to be productive. And if we have a full-time job or maybe like a family to look after and friends to see and all of this stuff going on, why are we often still being encouraged? Like, oh, you have an hour in the evening when you're just relaxing. Take up this side hustle. Like, you could do this. We're living in a time when we seem to be encouraged to just add more and more to our plates. But I think the problem is, like, if we're overwhelmed and if we're going to go down this plate analogy, if we think of, like, you know, going to those big world buffets and we're getting more and more added to us and nothing is really quality, we haven't got the time to really savour anything and really enjoy it, we're just going to feel sick and we're going to feel overwhelmed and overfaced with that massive plate of average food. Um, I really like this analogy I've just created genuinely just thought this up on the spot how wonderful have to do an interesting Instagram post for that but I think we can really overface ourselves and I think sometimes it happens when we're not expecting it we just add one extra little thing to our plate and then another thing and then something else might come up and suddenly we're like wow where is my time gone I'm doing too much stuff So I think being quite selective actually about what we're doing and where we're putting our focus, where we're using our focus is very important to being productive and being productive for the right, for the right things and the things that are important to you. 
we cannot, as I said, we can't do everything. Um, we can't do everything all at once anyway. Like we might want to do everything, but I think it's important to acknowledge that we can't do everything at once. We have to maybe do one thing at a time or a couple of things and look forward to those things that you can't do right now. It's something to get excited about for the future. And also it's a good way for you to move forward with maybe the thing that you're focusing on now, because you know that once you've done this, you get to focus on the next exciting thing. So I think it's important not to try and focus on everything and not to be productive all the time. I know that when I am resting, I'm actually often still kind of thinking a little bit about my business. And because my mind isn't overworked, because I'm not struggling and forcing myself to think of things, it's actually the time when I come up with some of my best ideas. So I could just be having a walk on the beach and like just kind of casually thinking about like what I'm doing in my business or maybe talking about what I'm doing in my business. And often it's not a proper focused business chat, it's just chatting or thinking and that's when some of my best ideas will kind of surface because I'm not stressed, I'm not under pressure and I'm not kind of firefighting. The last big point I want to make is that we can be in control of our productivity. So often I think people are living as kind of slaves in a way to their productivity their need to complete tasks and often I suppose the necessity to to complete things and do things has kind of taken hold of them and they're not in control anymore. So this is kind of living reactively and living reactively is when we're firefighting problems and our focus is jumping from one thing that we have to deal with right now to the other and then to another one because we haven't really had time to kind of figure out what we're doing, um, what we're focusing on. When we're reactive, we're just trying to deal with things as they come up rather than look at the longer term big picture of what we're aiming for. And then on the other side is living intentionally, which is when we know what we're doing when, we know roughly how much time it's going to take and how we're working towards our big long term goals in a sustained way. And that's a big part of positive productivity. You're not just doing anything and everything. You're intentional about where you're using your productive energy And that is going to have much more of an impact in getting you to where you want to be rather than trying to do every little thing. One of the biggest things I've noticed after working with my clients, especially after that first or second call, is that they often say they just feel so much more in control. And I think that's the biggest thing is that it's possible to gain control and it doesn't have to look like a ridiculously complicated schedule with colour coding and sticky notes and all of that. It can actually be really simple and I think we often feel like we have to implement these complicated strategies but in fact often all it takes is a little bit of talking, a little bit of realising what our behaviour is doing for our productivity and how we can get it to work for us rather than us constantly just trying to work to be productive and catch up with everything. So what does positivity or positive productivity mentoring actually look like? So you might be thinking, great, Sarah, all sounds really cool, but how do you put that into practice in a mentoring call? So for me, I have two main mentoring packages and they kind of overlap a little bit because we always start with a 45 to one hour productivity boost call. And this is available as a one-off or as a starting point for that longer term three-month mentoring with a project push. So in that call, we look at your time and energy and how it's spent now We look at the way you're working when you do sit down to work on your project and what kind of plan that you might be using. 
if you're using a plan at all. I know that there are people out there who don't plan and I don't quite understand why, but we'll get to that in the call. So together what we do is we set action points to start shaking up your productive routine and getting you back in that control position of your productivity. So instead of being reactive, you start to use your time more intentionally and depending on what you need, that can look different for everyone. But what it results in is you feeling more in control and more able to start implementing the tasks and the kind of things that you need to be doing to get you towards your longer term goals. So some people might just need that one call to get them started and then they're happy to go on their way on their own. But the longer term packages are there to really dive a bit deeper so we can evaluate the things that you've tried doing with your productivity. We can figure out what is and what isn't working over time and we can really kind of refine that productive strategy for you. And I can also provide accountability for you as you're working on your long term projects with all sorts of things. Essentially, the answers are pretty much always going to come from you, but I am there to help you get them out. If you haven't tried mentoring or coaching before, then you might not realise, but the focus is really on the client. So I am there to kind of hold space for you, to talk to you, to ask you those difficult questions that you might have been avoiding, but you're ready to start tackling. I suppose the difference is really if you talk to kind of family and friends, they often offer their personal experience and tell you what's worked for them. And I think with mentoring and coaching, it's a time when so much of the focus is on you and that attention that you get is just so, so valuable, really. It's very rare that we get that kind of focused attention in this day and age outside of kind of coaching and mentoring and I guess, I guess therapy as well. But it's really impactful and having someone be accountable to as well. I know that my clients at the moment Uh, kind of doing some amazing work partly because they know I'm watching and I've told them I'll be watching what you're doing so it's really it's really great relationship and it's so fun I love just love helping people to get back in control it's just so powerful and when they're in control of their productivity they're just capable of so much so if you're interested in experiencing positive productivity mentoring yourself then How we start is we have a chat in a 15 to 20 minute inquiry call and that's totally free. So we'll talk a little bit about where you are now, where you want to be and I'll tell you a little bit about how I can help you get there. We'll see if we're a good fit to work together, if we feel like we understand each other and um, then we'll get started. So if you want to jump on an inquiry call, you can start the process by filling in the contact form on my website, my brand new shiny website which you can go and have a look at link is in the description you can also email me if you'd like more information or let's be honest I'm always happy to have a chat in my Instagram DMs I do love a voice note so um yeah always happy to do that as well so I'll put all of my new links in the description of this episode and not everything is live just yet the website is on its way When it is live, it will be at positivelyproductive.co and my Instagram is going to be the exact same, positivelyproductive.co. I've also now still got a Stationery Magpie account, but it's at Stationery Magpie UK. So if you're interested in the stationary side of things and want to be the first to know when that is coming, then you can follow me there. Coming soon, I'll be reintroducing my newsletter and it's got a brand new name, The Productivity Post. So I'm excited to share some more stories of my own productivity struggles because, spoiler alert, I'm not perfect. I have my own productivity struggles and I think that's what hopefully helps me be a better mentor is the fact that I can understand what my clients are going through as well because it happens to all of us but yeah that's basically it for today um I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has supported me over the last 
three years. I mean, some of you have been here for the long haul. Some of you have been here more recently, but it means a lot. I announced the big change today on Instagram and I just got such a lovely positive response. So I just want to thank you for being wonderful and being the reason that I'm still here, still doing this and um, still absolutely loving it. So feel free to get in touch. Let me know what you think. Let me know what positive productivity or being positively productive means to you. But all that's left for me to say is to have a positively productive day. Did you see what I did there? It's changed. (laughs) Bye.